hi guys so it's thursday again 6 p.m and i am back first of all i am excited as always i'm always excited to be here but today we are talking about something that's dear to my heart which is basically uh, a woman being submissive yet independent and also because it's an interracial type of thing and quite frankly you all know that i'm big on interracial relationships and just um diversity of culture really now i don't want to bore you with my introduction and all that but before i forget while you're tuned into unscripted with leave make sure you're sipping on some good cup of coffee water juice or whatever beverage best suits your needs now my guest for today hmm, funny thing is <laughs> i want to say how we met but then again i okay no i don't remember how we met but i remember how i met hard this year it was on my birthday i went for karaoke night and we met and we're seated here at latitude um just having a conversation around relationships remember this is women's month march so we are doing all things women on unscripted with leave if you're a woman out there and you'd like to share your story or you would just like to say something beautiful to another woman you can dm me that's unscripted with leave on instagram and olivia tutu on facebook okay so that out of the way let's get started my guest for today is isabel how are you i'm good how are you thank I, you for having me <laughs> i'm good you know the time you told me to say you wanted to be on my podcast i was like hmm She's probably being nice to me. I you think know? it was like a year ago or like sometime when you first started, I was like, yeah. I'd love to be on your podcast. But then, you know, people just want to be nice. Like, <laughs> just want to be nice. But yeah, so you are here. Okay, so judging by the accent, you all know that she ends Zambian. Disclaimer. <laughs> and probably you've seen the promo video. So yeah, just give us a brief introduction of who you are and what you're doing in Zambia. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for having me again. I'm humbled. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm Isabel Hines. Um, I'm 24 years old. I am from the United States of America in a s little small southern state um, called Louisiana. Um, mm -hmm. I was born and raised by two incredible parents. Um, I have an older sister, two younger brothers, and yeah. a cute, cute dog that I love <laughs> so dearly. His name is Oscar. Nice. Um, but all that to say, on um, December 29th of 2021, I officially made the move the big move to um, Zambia. Yeah. So I am officially a resident, if Yay! you want to say that. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm currently, I have a mentorship program. Uh, so my family has been uh, sponsoring uh, slash supporting uh, boys um, in Nombe compound here since uh, 2015. Yeah. And over time, I've really grown uh, with them. And mm -hmm. we share a very, you know, unique bond. Yeah. Um, and so I decided uh, when the Lord opened up the opportunity for me to officially move to Zambia, I said, well, how can I best use my gift and what I'm really passionate about? And mm -hmm. it is those 43 boys in Nombe. And so that's what I'm doing um, full time here. Nice. Um, yeah, so it's been great. Mm -hmm. um, I started coming to Zambia uh, when I was the age of 17. Mm -hmm. So in 2015, that was my first trip over. And I just fell in love with the culture. I fell in love with the people. Um, and by God's grace, I actually met the love of my life here. Yay! <laughs> um, about, <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, the end of 2020, uh -huh. um, early 2021. I flew over right when the pandemic had, like, finally allowed flights back yeah. over. And so, yeah, uh, his name is Jacob. Um, 
He is one of the greatest gifts in my entire life. Um, oh, yeah, and he's been, he's been some a great. Tissue. <laughs> <laughs> he's been, um, he's just been a huge blessing even since I've moved here. You know, uh-huh. making a big move across the country has been um, super hard for me. Yeah. You know, I'm 8,000 miles away from family, friends, everything. But Jay has definitely made it um, a lot more special. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah. That's nice. Kind of that. Yo. You know, the time I told my friend to say I was going to do an interview with you about interracial relationships, and she's like, whoa, she just came into Zambia and she found herself a man? <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, you know, yeah, I've been so here for quite some time. Oh, yeah. So. How, how did you yeah. meet Jay? So, um, so it's kind of a long story, but I'll try to put it as short as possible. Yeah. Um, so I actually met Jay um, back in 2019 mm-hmm. through mutual friends. Yeah. Um, and so... But again, that was just like a one night thing, and it was really just like a fifteen minute, twenty minute conversation. Yeah. And I went home, and mm-hmm. homeboy never asked me for a number, or nothing. <laughs> I just went home and went about my I life. You know, that was back in I know the how summer of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, nothing really happened. You know, mm-hmm. um, but fast forward, um, obviously twenty twenty was the pandemic. Um, we were not allowed in the country due to you know all oh, the lockdowns yeah. and the extri- restrictions and such. So, I didn't make my normal trip. Um, and I actually ended up falling into some serious mental health um, issues. I battled with severe anxiety disorder, mm-hmm. um, panic disorder. It just kind of came out of the blue. Um, yeah. And so I was really um, in kind of a rough, you know, spot and season of my life. Yeah. And so um, after much praying and praying and praying, um, I asked the Lord to... Um, start laying in my heart that, you know, I was going to be praying for my future spouse, my future husband, future boyfriend, wherever you want to call it. Have you, have you um, read Praying for My Future Husband? Yes, I have. Ah, oh, I have. I, I love have. that book. Yeah, and yeah, I've been yeah. praying. It's great. No, it is good. It, <laughs> yeah. Hey, your, your time will come. You just have to be patient. I mean, yes. I wasn't in a relationship in, since uh, 2016 or 17. Wow, so it a was time. a lot of patience, mm-hmm. but um, hey, it, it paid off now. So yeah. anyways, yeah. So fast forward, I got on a plane um, at the end of the pandemic. Um, and I landed in Zambia on uh, January 2nd of 2021. Nice. So the very beginning, uh, right after New Year's. And Jacob was actually one of the first faces that I saw when I came back to, when I really, literally got back in the country. Yeah. Because, again, our mutual friends were hanging mm-hmm. out. And so we... Um, were you guys talking the time you were in the States? No, no. So literally, he never asked me for my number. Nothing. So I, I didn't no talk to this boy at Instagram all. No Instagram account. Oh, no, nothing. no. I didn't have him on social media. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. It was nothing. So, mm-hmm. like, I literally... He just happened to be the one of the first faces I saw because of our mutual friends. Yeah. And so um, that night we actually ended up going out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only seat available at the table was the one sitting next to Jay. And so <laughs> you can say that it, it's not intentional, but it definitely is God's intentions, right? Yes, yes. So, but again, uh, we just were making very small talk. Um, mm-hmm. But for some reason that night I felt... Um, so comfortable with Jay. Uh It was, it was like, it came so natural to me, especially coming out of such a rough season in my Mm -hmm. life, um, battling what I really battled. Mm -hmm. Um, Jacob was just so easy and it was just weird, you know, because like I I hadn't been in a relationship. I hadn't really even had like solid friendships with even guys because I just was going through so much. And so Mm -hmm. anyways, um, that night, I went home again and didn't have his number, nothing. Again, and, um, twice yeah, in a row. Yeah, nothing. So <laughs> homeboy just wasn't, you know, interested. But I don't think that was our intention. We never yeah. had the idea in my mind, like, oh, this person I'm going to be with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that over that next course of those two weeks that I was in Zambia, mm-hmm. um, we hung out literally every day. 
and with Jay yeah with Jacob yeah mm-hmm. so we hang out we hung out literally every single day and so again it was just on a friendship level we really were just getting to know one another mm-hmm. and I came back or I went back to the states um in the middle of January yeah. and um well let me fast let me back up he did end up asking for my number a week later after <laughs> so he did end up asking for my number finally. how did you feel Oh, I mean, I was just like, finally. I'm like, Where, what have you been doing? I'm like, every night we've been talking and yeah, getting closer and, nothing, and closer and nothing. Dope. But that's Jay's personality. I'll mm-hmm. get into that a little bit later. Yeah. He's very quiet. He's very reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you know him. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Now I, he's the he's best. Fan. He's funny. <laughs> yeah, he just, he has yeah. fun. He's a light. You know, he's such a joy. But yeah. back then he was just very reserved, reserved very quiet, yeah. conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways... Went back to the States, and uh, we kept, you know, talking here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but here and there ended up, you know, kind of leading into much more frequent conversations, you yeah. know, texting every day, FaceTiming, mm-hmm. calling, yeah. stuff like that. So I think around March is when I really felt like, okay, I'm, de- I'm really developing feelings for this guy. Um, yeah, so um, I think around, m- like, mid-March is when we kind of gave it the green light. Hey, let's try this. Mm. Um, but we knew it wasn't going to be easy because we come from way different backgrounds, yeah. right? Our cultures is different. Mm-hmm. The community is different. The environment is different. Mm-hmm. Um, our upbringing is it's different. different. It's just very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think... We're just scared. So I wouldn't say scared, mm-hmm. um, but I knew it was going to be a challenge, but yeah. I was up for the challenge because of the way that I felt with this guy. Yeah. And so um, I think that that's what made it like so much more unique because mm-hmm. I think that me and Jay knew that we had to um, work on ourselves individually yeah. to make it work mm-hmm. and so we had to really um, let go of past desires mm-hmm. um, old desires if you will yeah um, past you know mistakes mm-hmm. um, so we had to be very vulnerable with one another hey yeah. this is what I've walked through mm-hmm. um, but Jay has always been the guy who has loved me through all of my past yeah. um, and so that's what I've always admired about him he's always been such a a special um, person in my life because of that yeah. he was never the judgmental type nice. and so anyways <laughs> um, I came back here in May, June, and we started officially dating around July, and then I went back to the States, and we still continued long distance, but I think the long distance really helped me and Jay a lot, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, oh, like, wow. I really a think of, it did. I think a lot of people are scared of doing long distance relationships. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's normal, mm-hmm. right, because you're not yeah. around that person, but man, six months without your boyfriend, um, or around this time. guy that you're really falling in love with, mm-hmm. but again, it's one of those things that helped us because we're working on ourselves individually knowing hey she's going to move to zambia Mm -hmm. in six months in december january Mm -hmm. and um i need to be fully ready to be in a committed relationship Mm -hmm. and so we really took the time to be in prayer Mm -hmm. um getting counsel from other people um especially in the church and stuff Mm -hmm. like that hey how do i lead this person how do i serve this person and so i really do believe that the long distance was Mm -hmm. um such a a blessing. blessing in disguise. Yeah, it was. It's such a blessing. And so, mm-hmm. anyways, I moved here. Yeah. Um, in literally the beginning of this year, or you, I could say the end of 2021, December yeah. 29th, I mm-hmm. officially left the States, landed here on December 31st on New Year's Eve. Oh, nice. And, of course, Jay picked me up from the airport. As and, usual. Um, <laughs> it was, um, yeah, it was love at first sight again, because, I mean, oh, we nice. did long distance. Uh-huh. For, like, and a so, whole yeah. six months. Now, um, have you dated anybody of a different race before Jay? Uh, oh, he's the first. So, yeah, so I wouldn't say dated, but I definitely talked to um, African-American guys. Mm-hmm. So never, I mean, I've talked to guys here in Zambia, but n- I've never dated anyone in Zambia, no. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Jay is really 
So, I mean, I was in a relationship for five years. Nice. So, um, we broke up in 2017. And so, again, I was single for quite some time. Mm -hmm. um, again, I went on dates, did the thing, yeah. um, but never found the one, if you will. Mm -hmm. And um, I met Jay. So, nice. Yeah. Has it... Uh, I, I love the fact that you're open about this whole thing because I think... You, you love Zambians, you love the people, you <laughs> yeah. love the culture, you mm -hmm. love everybody. But how was it like telling your friends and your family to say, oh, I'm actually dating a black guy from Zambia? Yeah, so again, I think, yeah. you know, we also are in 2022. Mm -hmm. You know, the generation is <laughs> very different. Mm -hmm. um, but, of course, there's questions. Yeah. Um, not really questions about the skin color. Mm -hmm. There's more questions about, hey, how's he going to work? You mm -hmm. know, that sort of thing. Is yeah. it going to work? Yeah. Um, and so... You know, really, I'll, I'll be honest, most people, if not everyone, didn't think me and Jay would work out yeah. because of our, our issues, our differences, differences uh, like, especially. you know, just so many mm -hmm. um, things that we had to really work through that were quite a challenge. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just getting counsel from different people really helped. But knowing that we were going to choose one, one another at the end of the day, yeah. saying, hey, we're mm -hmm. not going to give up on this. We're mm -hmm. going to make this work because yeah. it's, it's, it's love, right? Mm -hmm. And so we know that what God brings together, no man can separate. True. And so that's kind of our scripture in our relationship. But, nice. Um, yeah, so. No, I'm, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> I'm learning yeah. a lot, really. And I just love how you embrace everything and still put God at the center of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a little bit different now in our generation, especially mm -hmm. with, like, you know, society has given us a whole version of how relationships should be like mm -hmm. and all that. And there's a lot of toxicity. Yeah. How do you manage to have God at the center of everything you do with Jay? And also, before you answer that, has he ever told you how it was like on his end? Like, oh, I'm dating this girl from a different race. Like maybe his friends, his um, family. So, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, maybe his family would have yeah. been more of like, an, like not really an issue, but mm -hmm. they would have probably been more like maybe hesitant. Mm -hmm. um, but again, they've accepted me. Yeah. I've talked to his family on the phone. Nice. Um, things like that. I mean, obviously, Jay has not met my family, but they are coming here mm -hmm. um, in the next couple months. God Yay. willing, Jay will get his visa approved and he gets to come to America with me. Um, so... As far as that, on Jay's side, no. I mean, definitely the friends, no. I mean, that's never been an issue. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely weird, like, walking into a prominent, you know, predominantly, you know, black community, because I'm in Zambia. Yeah. If you're in America, well, everything is diverse. Here, it's yeah. a bit different. But mm -hmm. I've never felt, like, awkward or uncomfortable. No, I've never yeah. gotten into that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and how do you manage to have God at the center of the relationship, despite so, the toxicity around relationships yeah, and all that yeah. in our generation? Um, you know, it's nothing is perfect, right? Yeah. And we're far from perfect, and we are, um, we are, uh, you know, kind of still working through it, and kind of just trying to, again, having God at the center of the relationship is more about like, I think knowing who God is and how he is the greatest example of love, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at God as the creator of the universe, I think mm -hmm. it is understanding that, hey, even getting to know the Lord more and more mm -hmm. or having a relationship with the Lord, it takes time and effort. Studying yeah. his word, praying, mm -hmm. um, you know, being in church, being involved in the church, yeah. um, and such things as that. And so 
I think, again, it also goes back to knowing who God is and then keeping him at the center is also helping me and Jay to maintain yeah. that sort of relationship, mm-hmm. knowing that, again, Christ and the church is the greatest example of how a wife and husband should be or a boyfriend and girlfriend should be. Yeah. And so we look to that as, yeah. as our high example. Yeah. And I also think um, this is something you mentioned, which is you you decided to work on your individual selves yes. before you could like mm-hmm. um, come together. I think when you have God as your yeah. upper authority or your mm-hmm. first authority, it's sort of easy to translate whatever relationship you have mm-hmm. as an individual with him in your relationship. Right. Now, um, before I let you go, how long are you in Zambia? Forever? Yeah, and I mean, indefinitely. So, nice. I mean, there's no plans of going home. Uh, yeah. Right now, obviously, like, I'm on a temporary visa. Mm-hmm. So um, I have to get that renewed kind of over and over. But um, besides that, yeah, I mean, I'm here indefinitely. But, I mean, as far as, like, me and Jacob's future, I think it's more about, you know, time, time. and understanding, hey, once we get to the engagement, if that's in God's will, God Yay. willing it is, uh-huh. engagement, then marriage, and then, you know, we'll start a family. But all that comes with, you know, Effort, time, thought, you know, a lot of things like, hey, where are we going to end up? Are we yeah. going to do both? Are we going to do America and Zambia? Mm-hmm. Are we going to raise our kids more in America? Are we going to raise more of our kids in yeah. Zambia? And so, yeah, we've talked a lot about it, but it's, yeah. it's fun to see, you know. My last question. Um, you, you come from a community where you are taught to be assertive and know what you want and mm-hmm. go for it. Well, as our culture sort of makes us seem, makes us, think when you are humble then you don't go for what you want and all that mm-hmm. and also the difference in personality you say jay's on the quieter side of things yes. and i think you're a loud mouth sorry yeah, but i yeah. just had to say that yeah yeah how does it work how how is it easy for you to okay so guys we are out yeah so, yeah here's the noise but yeah <laughs> um i was told to call oh, sorry 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 <laughs> they'll be moving shortly oh you, may, you can just. Oh no no okay yeah okay it's fine so okay yeah. so um about no, our... I... <laughs> nice we have some music <laughs> yeah guys a little background music right, so yeah fine. you uh, how is it for you like being a submissive girlfriend and yet being independent and staying true to who you are because I think most of the times it's hard for a woman to do both like be submissive yeah. and be independent and I think ever since I knew that you're dating Jay you have this reverence for him and it's it's really beautiful honestly yeah. and every single time he says stuff i'm like oh my god i pray i have that reverence towards my boyfriend my yeah. husband and mm-hmm. all that because i think it's really beautiful to witness right yeah so okay so back up to you saying i'm a loud mouth <laughs> okay so i'll be i'll be honest um i've when i went through my little mental health which i still battle it yeah, um, I still battle with anxiety daily, mm-hmm. um, insecurities, all those sorts of things. So I wouldn't say that. Um, I think because of that, I've really um, become a little bit more quiet, more reserved. Um, I'm not as much of an extrovert as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, as these people know me in Zambia as woo Isabel, yeah, like yeah. she's always bouncing around, mm-hmm. friendly, friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, not saying I'm not that anymore, but I'm definitely a little bit more of an introvert yeah. on uh, that side. So. As far as Jay goes, him being shy, being conservative, being reserved, those sort of things, um, my dad and my brother are those things. They literally are the spit image of Jay. Jay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they always say, you marry someone who's exactly like your dad. And so, <laughs> my, I mean, Jacob literally is my dad, just mm-hmm. different 
oceans apart. Yeah. You know? So, mm-hmm. like, that's the funny part. But, anyways, as far as, like, being submissive, I... I was raised in a family that my dad is the most faithful man to my mom. Mm -hmm. And so I had the greatest witness of a husband, um, someone of good character, good integrity. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I knew what it meant to be, you know, a wife and submit to my husband and how that's supposed to be. Because that's what we're called to do as women, um, especially Christian women. And so... Submitting to Jay is the easiest thing in the world because of my heart for Jay mm-hmm. and knowing that, hey, you're someone that I see me spending the rest of my life with, yeah. so I'm going to serve you the best that I can. I'm going to respect you. I'm going to honor you. I'm going to be faithful to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and am I going to be perfect? Absolutely not. But every day when I put my feet on the ground, yeah. I pray to the Lord that I am those things. Yeah. And so submitting to him is very easy. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, because that's what I'm called to do, mm-hmm. and it's also just about, you know, when you know, you know. When it's the one, it's the one, right? And so yeah. I think your whole desire of your, of your whole life and your heart change. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so as far as that goes, um, that hasn't been an, an issue at all. But the independent part, um, again, it kind of goes back to I keep bringing up this mental health thing, but it's it's really what's shaped my life, really. But mm-hmm. I, I had to because I was in such a dark in my life in 2020 I learned how to be so independent I was always alone because that's how I coped with what I was going through and so I learned to hey having three best friends is better than having 10 20 fake friends right and so Mm -hmm. I learned to have those three girls that were kind of like my ride or die if you will Mm -hmm. and so I think coming to Zambia and having Jay he's also my best friend so um, I can be independent and like you know financially knowing that I you know am doing all sorts of things you know with my with growing and working and doing those sorts of things but again me and Jay we hang out almost every single day so really being independent is something that I I like to do with Jay because I feel like I can be independent and so can he but being together can do it yeah I I, I love how you've said you love being independent with him yeah that's so cute that's like the cutest thing I've heard today (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I think that's Mm -hmm. what it is you know I never again but I I feel like this whole podcast I've been very um picture perfect we have a lot of struggles we have a lot of difficulties every single day is a new day Uh and there's something that's always going to take place yeah but again it's all about choosing each other over anything Mm -hmm. and making it right even when it's hard Mm -hmm. because me and Jay were very different. You know, very it's it's, it's always yeah. in the back of our heads, but it's about understanding one another mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, I love you." At the end of the day, mm-hmm. but how can we compromise? How can we make it work and meet in the middle of mm-hmm. our differences? Yeah. And let's say, let's negotiate. And so, that's mm-hmm. really um, the most unique part of our relationship is really just how we have learned to understand one another and just really grow. You know, in that yeah. area. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to say before I let you go? Mm, I mean, ladies, <laughs> keep praying for your man. He's going to come. Be patient. Don't yeah. lower your standards. Mm. And, you know, love mm. yourself first, I think, yeah. as hard as that sounds. And then once you find your man, love him with the way that the Lord has been giving us as the greatest example, which is Christ. So Nice. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah. Of course, that was Isabel giving us a whole chapter on relationships. Now, catch me on the other side as I speak to Esther Chungo and we wind up.
all right so this is another segment of unscripted with leave like i stated this month is all about women celebrating women that are doing the most uh, must i add i'm excited <laughs> i don't know if you guys can tell but yeah i'm always having a laugh and a smile on my face but the person that i'm interviewing today is this is like a dream country guys this is probably going to be the highlight of the year um she is somebody that i look up to i call her the 21st century church girl she doesn't know that and you don't know that but i feel like she's like queen esther from the bible yes so today i'm going to have a conversation with esther chungu mrs nyatando welcome to unscripted with Liv. thank you Liv. <laughs> <laughs> now i'm lost for words because like that introduction was amazing yes, thank I, you so much i Honestly, I think for me, the reason why I relate with you a whole lot is mm. because you come from Matero. And yes. I come from Matero. So Metro like, City. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, if someone from Matero can rise above mm. and do so many things, mm. I believe there's a God out there who Amen. sees people through. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um today's topic is basically relationships Mm. and i specifically asked you to have a conversation because um i don't know if this is going to sound right Mm. but we've seen you transition from being a single church girl to Mm. being a married woman Mm. and i think in our society the whole notion of staying in the way doing godly relationship it Mm. sort of seems like it's far-fetched because of the uh, toxicity that's around relationships right. and everything so um i just want you to give us a brief description of how it was for you to be in the weight mm. what did you do what didn't you do mm. did you feel the pressure to just succumb to whatever was happening around you mm. so that that's uh so i'll start from the single from my single phase all the way into into the in, into transitioning into marriage mm-hmm. um i was single for about four years mm-hmm. before Mr. Nintendo and I started dating. Yeah. And in those four years, God was pruning my heart and mm-hmm. working on things that um, I needed to work on before I come into this relationship that mm-hmm. was full of purpose, yeah. uh, is full of purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. And in that in that wait, it was a lot of pain. I must tell you, <laughs> Olivia. Uh-huh. It, wasn't, it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did understand the importance because I had a lot to to deal with mm-hmm. and just uh, understand from a from a personal point of view of saying I am enough, mm-hmm. I am complete on my own, yeah. and I'm a complete human being who's going to get into a relationship, then marriage mm-hmm. uh, to another complete human being who understands, you know, their their God given purpose mm-hmm. as I do, yeah. and that's something that I I, I refuse to compromise on mm-hmm. uh, the the importance of purpose. Yeah. Now, in 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 the search, in the wait, mm-hmm. of course, you you get to um, have different encounters with different people mm-hmm. who have their own views of love, yeah. their own views of the relationship. Mm-hmm. But I always say, at the end of the day, we need to always, especially as born again Christians, to always reflect the relationship Jesus Christ has with us, mm-hmm. the church, the church yes. as that epitome of, of relationships mm-hmm. and, and, and a godly marriage yeah. and even with, while I was waiting I was already praying for the future that I hadn't yet seen with my physical eyes mm-hmm. I was already praying for my future husband I was already praying for my future children nice. I was praying for myself, I was mm-hmm. praying for my future family in law as well yeah. and to see it come to fruition mm-hmm. I just see how how much God honors prayer mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. how much God honors our heart's desires, of course, that are in line with his will. Mm-hmm. And definitely I did not compromise. Of course, I like we all have our different um, areas of, of growth and everything. Mm-hmm. But on, on this thing, I was just like, you know what, God, when you speak, yeah. That's when I'll move. Mm-hmm. And so fast fast forward, Mr. Netando and I start like chatting on a personal level and not beyond, you know, and not just the the music. music yeah. Yes. And I get to see his heart beyond the pompy that, you know, oh. we just see on on, on, <laughs> on, 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 on stage. Yeah. And I I I understood his type of personality mm-hmm. and it really resonated even with mine. Yeah. And we, we found ourselves complimenting each other and mm-hmm. each other's weaknesses yeah. and strengths. Mm-hmm. And we really just clicked and talked about the important things from the get-go. Yeah. We set uh, those boundaries that needed to be set from the get-go mm-hmm. that, that make, you know, the godly marriage worth the while. Yeah. And in that, even even when it comes to what we expected from each other, mm-hmm. it was always being referred to the Bible. Yeah. And I can't stress this enough. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I love that you've said, you know, like, godly um, relationship. Yeah. So we can't run away from the fact that there's all these ideologies and mm-hmm. philosophies of mm-hmm. love now, yeah. even especially in our generation, you mm-hmm. know. And um, we're just making things so light yeah. And we, we don't really think about us five years from now, mm-hmm. us 10 years from now. Yeah. Like, what will this impact me? Um, what what way would this impact that's me mm-hmm. in, you know, ten, 10 years from now, five years from now? Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that I was very uh, intentional about. Mm-hmm. Because from the get-go, when I took this Christianity seriously, yeah. I knew that God will use me in a certain way. And there are some things that I had to... Even, you know, seem like a, a boring, you know, goody two shoes <laughs> yeah. for, but I, I understood why, why God was setting me aside mm-hmm. and I only understand better now yeah. because there are just some things that just needed to stay a, a certain way yeah. for, for God to, to move. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when, when it comes to relationships, unfortunately or fortunately, we can't, um, we can't negotiate with the Bible. Yeah. We can't say, oh, uh, in Jesus' mighty name, I speak First um, Corinthians 13 over my life. Uh, but really, does the Bible really mean, you know, not necessarily on this type of situation? <laughs> yeah. you know, we uh-huh. try sometimes to make the Bible fit us. But yeah. when, when we say, carry that cross, mm-hmm. it means... Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but no, be transformed mm-hmm. by the renewing of your mind. And that's uh, that's killing your flesh daily. Yeah. You waking up and saying, first of all, I'm choosing this one person, yeah. you know, which is another story in our generation. <laughs> I'm choosing this one yeah. person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick by them. Yeah. I'm going to stick by what God is doing mm-hmm. uh, in their life, in my life. Mm-hmm. And things that are not of God, who mm-hmm. like will try by all means to stay mm-hmm. away from, from yeah. that things that are of God mm-hmm. is what we should grow in. Yeah. I think that really helped us mm-hmm. in our relationship. Now, um, one of the things that I've noticed, and I think this is quite evident with everyone, mm. um, I think even before you met Mr. Nyatando, you became this 
independent woman mm. who knew her worth who mm. understood what she was bringing to the table mm. and most importantly i feel i don't know about other people yeah. or how it was but i feel like you gained financial independence mm. you were able to stand on your own mm. and now a lot of times when we look at feminism and just yeah. people women especially being independent most of them tend to disregard men mm-hmm. or disregard the the role that men play mm. so how is it that you are independent and yet you're submissive? How does that work? Because mm-hmm. I feel like most of the times it's either you are submissive, submissive, mm-hmm. and you can't stand on your own as a woman, mm-hmm. or you are extremely independent and you feel like a man has no role in mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. That's a very important question. I think what 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 really helped me is, of course, that that very phase when I was alone. Mm-hmm. But me understanding that. Uh, you know, that financial freedom, that um, sense of independence is for me as Esther. Mm-hmm. And I come to the table knowing full well that what, what I'm bringing. Yeah. And also understanding that the man is also, you know, coming to the table knowing full well what, what he means. Bringing, yes, yeah. what, what he's bringing to the table mm-hmm. rather. And that, that, that has helped me because at the end of the day, even with the biblical values of what marriage is Mm -hmm. you do get to understand even from a traditional point of view why some 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 things in our culture Mm -hmm. are important as well in in the in the house setup yeah so when you understand just who you are as a woman Mm -hmm. you being the helper yeah is not you being referred to as you know just a by the way in the household Mm -hmm. we there's a pastor who said only two people have been referred to as the helper in the bible yeah the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and the woman, and, the woman yes. and that in itself is so 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 powerful and it's so humbling at the same time because yes. there's so much that God has instilled in us mm-hmm. um, that bring that that comes out even as we submit mm-hmm. submission is not a sense of oh I don't know where I'm going mm-hmm. submission is you trusting the leader that God has placed in your household to yeah. say this is where we're going and this is how I'm playing my role. Mm-hmm. This is how you're playing your role. Yeah. And you know, he's 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 the head, meaning he's just he's leading the home. But mm-hmm. it's it's both of you. You're co-piloting, yeah. like we learned in church. Mm-hmm. And I had I had a conversation today with a friend, and she brought this to light. She said, a woman was made from a man. Yeah. So whatever it is that the man gives you, Olivia, mm-hmm. is what you'll be. Mm, true. You know? Mm-hmm. Is whatever he's investing in you, the, the words he's, he's pouring into you, the actions that he's giving you, are also grooming you into a certain woman that you, that, that, that you will be mm-hmm. one way or the other. Yeah. And so af- after that independence and you knowing who you are as Olivia, mm-hmm. you will also know and purposefully ask God for that man mm-hmm. who will complement your personality complement yeah. your purpose mm-hmm. complement uh what god is doing in mm-hmm. your life and yeah. together you build this legacy that's god uh, given god driven people driven as well mm-hmm. because we can't run away from that that's why we're born again christians to mm-hmm. make disciples of others who 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 God loves as well, just as yeah. as He loves us. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Now I know my time is up. Yes. With you, but before I let you go, mm-hmm. uh, what's the one advice you would give to the lady in waiting? Because mm-hmm. society is telling us be independent, mm-hmm. be of value, know your worth. Mm-hmm. How do you know your worth and still aspire or dream to have that beautiful marriage mm. you know like because mm. i think i'm traditional i want to yeah. get married have kids and yes. i don't have a problem with submitting yeah. but then sometimes we'll be like oh you're you're too much of a girl like yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. what what's the one advice you would give to mm. the lady in waiting even as we wait to be found mm-hmm. <laughs> 
that's a very good one i think the one advice i would say would be invest in yourself mm-hmm. invest in your in your relationship with god yeah and invest in your in your time with him in his word yeah. because then you understand just what marriage means to him it 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 means so much to him it's yeah. very dear to his heart uh-huh. he hates divorce yeah. and that's also something that we should not um make a normal thing mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. in the church yeah. and and so I'd say do that and in in those moments you will get your answers mm-hmm. um work on yourself yes but also understand that there's 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 a mandate that God has placed over over your head when when you get saved unfortunately your life is just not for you mm-hmm. anymore yeah uh, pastor walker i always say this uh, used to tell us um the more responsibilities god gives you the less rights you have over your life because that nice. household in that household mm-hmm. will be the next generation yeah. you're raising children who will be uh, a part of society in one way or the mm-hmm. other so just do do your part do your homework and be open to hearing from god even even answers that you may not want <laughs> that that you need uh, them in that yeah, moment yeah. yes mm-hmm. uh, and as much as this you know independence is great and it's beautiful uh, yeah. like paul said you know too <laughs> you know when it comes to marriage mm-hmm, of course mm-hmm. maybe it's not for everyone and he preferred not to be married yeah. but if at all you want manage to live a single life uh-huh. that's expected of you of expected you. of you from mm-hmm. god get married and okay. live in that purpose as you as you do ministry together my final and last question how <laughs> did you know that mr nyatando is the one the very same time his uh his vision for his life aligned with my vision for my life oh. i was like there's something the here there's something <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for thank coming you olivia <laughs> of course this has been esther chungu on unscripted with leave thank you so much guys for listening up, up until the end and like i say i'm gonna say it again i don't want to be known for what i'm against i want to be known for what i'm for and mm. i am for people regardless of who you are i love you but god loves you more thank you see you next week same time same place and don't forget to share it with a friend or two bye